Hey, good morning, gasaholics. I'm Hot Rod Bob, and you've got gas, a morning edition, and we've had a busy weekend. We're back, spending last week and weekend in Bowling Green, Kentucky, for the Holly National Hot Rod Reunion, and it was a rousing success. Hundreds of race cars, hundreds and hundreds of show cars. We gave out over 50 trophies to show cars in the show and shine area, and we crowned champions in just about every type of class you can imagine. Hilton went up in smoke again, going through the finish line, but he did win top fuel. Hey, the fuel alters were going crazy. And Brian Hope, he nailed down that class as well. I got to meet and greet with old friends and make some new ones while I was down there at Bowling Green. And it is one of my favorite tracks. And I'll tell you what, you can't beat the racers and the community down there in Bowling Green. We had a great time. The cruise night back at the hotel, jam-packed. Gas, the Great American Odyssey. Thanks for having me on right now. All right, we're going to talk about something a little bit different other than racing. I did open it up with racing because, hey, it's what we do. But I also do hot rodding. And one of the cars that has a significant impact on hot rodding was the Ford Model A. Now, the Ford Model A was the replacement for the Model T, and uh, it didn't come off quite the way Henry would have liked, but Etzel spearheaded it, pushed it through. Now, the Model A was the replacement for the Model T. The Model T had been in production for 18 years. One body style, 18 years, or one body type, let's put it that way. There were multiple body styles in the Model T, and, you know, the, the word pickup truck, that was coined because of the Model T. Now, many of you may not know this, but when you think about it, well, when you research it, you'll find that out. See, the Model T was a unique vehicle. Henry was smart in that he made it very customizable, I guess you could say. The Roadster body sat two people, three if you squeeze them in, but the, the back of it, the trunk lid area, was detachable. Now, that left a flat area behind the body. You could order a truck bed for the back. Not a truck body, but a truck, a truck bed. Morning, Randy. Hi, Randall. And hi, Ken Warner. So what you did is you bought the Model T, you went home, took off the trunk or the turtle deck, as we called them, and hot rodding. Then you came back to the dealer and picked up your truck bed. Hence, the pickup truck. But let's go on to some other things. The Model A was a rousing success. It was completely different from the Model T. Well, not really completely. It still had a four-cylinder engine, a little bit more horsepower. And it had its own distributor. The Model T didn't. It had kind of a box on it that provided spark to the spark plugs. Now, the Model A did have an electric starter. Model T did not. The Model A was a little bit bigger, giving more room for the family. The Model A had a multitude of body styles. Roadster, Phaeton, Sedan, Big Sedan, Town Car, and the Woody station wagon. Well, they didn't really call them Woodies back then because, well, it was a station wagon. Why station wagon, you ask? Well, because it was used primarily as a commercial vehicle to pick up people at the train station. And it was a big wagon type thing. They put their luggage and so forth in the back. Hence the name Station Wagon. Now, the Model A was a very popular car. Within the first year of release, they had sold over 1 million Model As. Now, it went into production beginning in late 1927, but didn't really hit the dealerships 
until December 2nd of, two, of 1927. Now, it's a 28 model. The Model T year models went through 1927. Now, there was a lot of things different. The Model T didn't have a standard three-speed transmission. It had a planetary transmission, and that third pedal, well, that wasn't a clutch, folks, on the Model T. On the Model A, it was more conventional. This way, they could keep up with the Chevrolets and others of the time. It was a three-speed manual transmission. Now, automatic transmissions didn't exist. Heck, they didn't even know automatic. Everyone drove a manual transmission. It was the age of the stick. Now, three speeds were it. You didn't have four speeds and five speeds like we do today. There was no such thing as overdrive during the days of the Model A. But the Model A was a reliable vehicle. Now, Henry was a little upset it had more parts and pieces than the Model T, but it kept up with the competition. And it kept up so well, people waited patiently, somewhat, for the Model A to be released. And like I said, within the first year of production, over one million were sold. Now, it took Ford until the Mustang came out to hit that magic one million number again. So the Model A was quite a hit, considering how many people actually drove back in the 20s and the 30s? Not nearly as many as we have here. Now, the Model A was not a new designation for a vehicle. Henry Ford had originally called his Model A in the early 1900s. Well, he called a car a Model A. But this was the more popular Model A, and a lot of people don't even think about the first Model A that was built from 1903 to 1904. So the 1928 designation was the first mass-produced Model A. Now, it came in a very variety of colors, and it was also sold in Europe, but it was replaced later by the Ford Model Y, which kind of looked like a shrunk 33 Ford. Cool, kind of cool. A friend of mine here in Oxnard's got one. So in February 1929, just a little over a year after introduction, they hit that one million mark. By July 24th of 1929, Two million Model A's had been sold. Two million. Now think about that for a second. That is one manufacturer, one body type car produced two million of them in a market where, well, the amount of drivers in the whole country probably equaled what we have in Los Angeles right now. And like then, most of them didn't have insurance. Oh, never mind. Did I say that? Okay, moving on. Model A production ended in March of 1932. They were still considered 1931 models. The Model B Ford, better known as the 32 Deuce, did not come out until March. They were late on the production of the Model B, which was the four-cylinder version of the 32 Ford. The Ford 32 model with a V8 was called the V8 or Model 18, if you get really technical. But all in all, Model A production was over 4 million, almost hit 5 million vehicles during its four years of production, 1929 model, or 28 model, through 1931. And it was one of the most popular Fords ever built. Now, the 32 Ford seems to have a bigger following and is considered a more iconic Ford, but there are only a little over 200,000 32 Fords built. Remember, that was the, the the time of the recession, and people weren't buying cars that much, especially fancy 32 Fords. But it's iconic, 
and we'll talk about that another day. So prices for the Model A's when they first came out ranged from $385 for a basic Roadster to the top of the line town car for $1,400, $1,400. You got a brand new car, a full size for the time, Model A town sedan. It was a neat piece. Now, the top speed of the Model A was all of 65 miles an hour. There was really no place to drive it that fast because, remember, we didn't have the highways we have today, and paved roads were, well, they were rare and few and far between. The engine, 201 cubic inches. Hi, Shelby Crispin. How are you doing this morning? And Neil Pangs in Great Britain. Thanks for tuning in. Now, they had three sliding gear manual, three-speed forward drive, as I said, three-speed manual, 377 rear gears, and reverse. You know, basic transmission for what we think of today, but that was quite interesting at the time because it was a departure from Ford's original Model T transmission that was a planetary. Now, the 30 and 31 models were available with stainless steel radiator cowlings or coverings and headlamp housings. That was a, a big thing back in the day. Uh, hi, Shelby. I, you know, I'm sorry I wasn't at Irwindale. As you are aware, I was at Bowling Green for the Holly National Hot Rod Reunion, the trek I make every year. All right, so the Ford Model A came in various models. As we talked, the Basics Roadster. It had a business coupe. Now, coupes also had a standard and deluxe model. A sport coupe. Roadster coupes. And, and I think that was the cloth top that went on, but I'll, I always call that a sport coupe. Convertible, or Cabriolet, it had actually had roll-up windows. So the regular Roadsters did not have roll-up windows. You could have gotten side curtains made and tried to keep some of the weather out. And remember, a heater wasn't part of the accessory package back then. There was the three-window deluxe model. There was the Victoria Town Sedan, a station wagon, as we call it. We call them Woodies now, and I've got one of those. Four doors. Five-window standard, three-window deluxe. Now, I say five-window standard, three-window deluxe because different body manufacturers made those bodies for Ford. Now, the five-window had five windows on the side, or five windows on the sides. You had, well, if you look at them, you'll see them Briggs and Cunningham bodies, or was it Cunningham? I don't remember right now, but take a look at them. There is a quarter window, a small window, in the rear panel of the roof, and there are two side windows. So there's three windows on the side. On the, I think it was the Murray body, there's only the door windows. There's no little quarter window in the roof panel. So you have to take a look at those. Now the Ford Model A was Ford's first use of a standard set of driver controls with conventional clutch and brake pedals. Remember I told you they had a planetary transmission in the Model T, and that third pedal was not the clutch. That was forward and reverse. Now the carburetor was now gravity feed. They had a fuel gauge. I've got it. It works. It works pretty good. There's not much gas that goes in that tank. I watched the gas gauge move with the throttle. It's, it, I got a little four-cylinder in mine. Now, there was a company called, the, the Soviet company called Gaz, which started a joint venture between Ford and the Soviet Union and made a licensed version of the Model A from 1932 to 1936. And that served as the basis for uh, some of the Soviet-built vehicles. 
Now, the development history started in 1910 through the 1920s. Ford dominated the automotive market, as we know, with the Model T. But, hey, competition was getting stiff. And Chevrolet was their main competitor back then. Now, Chevrolet had a four-cylinder engine at that point in time. In 1917, Chevrolet did offer a V8, but Willie Duran did not want the Chevrolet to become a performance vehicle. He saw that as a low-priced, entry-level vehicle that would compete against Ford. Edsel Ford saw that, and that's why the development of the Model A began. Ford's sales force recognized the threat and advised Henry to respond, but he really didn't want to. He liked his Model T. He thought that's all people needed was a basic transportation vehicle. Edsel finally convinced him otherwise, but it was a struggle, and it did come out. Now, Henry had a disdain for cosmetic vanity as applied to vehicles, and uh, that led him to leave the Model A styling to the team led by his son Edsel. Now, even though he'd take credit for it despite his son's work on the vehicle, now it was during the period between the 20s and the 30s that the limits of the first generation of mass-produced vehicles epitomized the Model T. The Ford Model A is well represented all over. It's a very popular car. As I said, there were 4 million, almost 5 million of these made during their production run from 1927 through 1932. Yes, I know you weren't listening. 1927 was when the Model A first was produced. Sold as a 28 model. It was produced through 1932. Not many people think about that because it was called a 31. The 32 Ford was not ready for production on time, so they continued to produce the Model A a little bit longer. It's still Model A. It's still a 1931 model, regardless of what the production date was and in 1932. All right, Model A, one of the more popular Fords ever produced. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. A morning edition. We're back. I hope you enjoyed this. If you've got any questions, please feel free to contact me on Facebook. Send me a message. Like my page. Follow this on Facebook and YouTube. It'll also be in audio version on iTunes, Sketcher, and a host of other websites a little bit later this afternoon. I'm Hot Rod Bob. You've got gas. A morning edition. Brought to you by Valley Head Service. Service tech equipment where you get all the equipment you need for the shop you've got, whether it's a commercial shop or a home shop like mine. I'm Hot Rod Bob. We'll see you at Irwindale this Thursday night. Drag racing resumes again with me in attendance. I hope you're there. Hi, Roseanne, Don Baldazzaroni, Marsha Hill-Lyle. Glad you tuned in. And Kevin Hensley, nice to see you're awake this morning. Neil Panks, thanks for tuning in from Great Britain. And say hi to all the guys at Centipod Raceway for me. Enjoy Dragstalgia. That's coming up soon. It's their version of our Hot Rod Reunions. I'm Bob Beck, and you've got gas. Thanks for being a gasaholic. Have a great day.